This week we're discussing the concept of kosher. Well, in Hebrew we say kasher. But when you look in the Torah, you won't find this phrase of kosher. It's the phrase that we use today to indicate foods that Jews are permitted to eat. But in the Torah, it speaks about purity and un- purity and impure. The idea of, of animals, for example, that are pure, birds that are pure. Pure is the code word for permitted to be eaten if it's prepared in, in the specific way. The main principles of kosher, it's a massive topic. We're going to bring it down to a few main principles. Only certain types of anim- mammals, birds, and fish are kosher. Those are actually brought in lists in the Torah, the ones that are kosher. Anything else that's not on that list, essentially, is going to be forbidden. But not only are these animals that on this list considered kosher, they actually also have to be prepared in a kosher fashion, in a specific fashion, known as shechita. That refers to mammals and birds require slaughtering, ritual slaughtering, and as well, the process of slaughtering also in the preparation of the meat requires all the blood to be removed, forbidden to eat blood. So that's one sort of main concept in the principles, the idea of the certain types of animals and also the procedure preparing those animals. The other main principle is the mixture of meat and milk. The Torah actually speaks about mixing forbidden mixture of meat and milk three times, and the rabbis learn out from that repetition, triple repetition, that one is forbidden not only from eating, consuming a mixture of cooked mixture of meat and milk, but it's also forbidden to cook meat and milk together, and it's also forbidden to have a commercial business from meat and milk product. The other sort of ideas that we should be aware of when we talk about kosher, the categorization that we have. Many people who follow the, the kosher laws will have in their home separate cutlery and separate dishes. Some one set for dairy, also in Yiddish people call it milchig, and meat will have a separate set as well, also called fleshig. And then there's parv. Parv is sort of in the middle. So dairy, of course, would refer to cheese and milk and all those milk products. The meat, the meat is going to be the kosher meat. Chicken as well falls under that category. And the third category of parv would include anything that's not meat or dairy, fish, eggs, produce, vegetation, and so on. Finally, we can take the idea of kosher and wonder why, what the background is to this. What's the spiritual idea behind kosher? So one idea that we could look at, just simply the, the concept that food is something that not only impacts our health, our nutrition, our weight, and so on, our well-being, it also is something that impacts our thoughts, our mindset. And the spiritual masters of Judaism spoke about how food, you are what you eat, that if you eat something that's considered impure, what makes it impure perhaps is its nature in, in the world. So if you take mammals, for example, all the, all the mammals that are kosher animals all have, a, all have these symbols on them, these signs on them that require the animals to have in order for them to be considered kosher meat. And what those kosher symbols actually do is they say something about that type of animals. For example, if you take the cow, which has split hooves, chews its cut, it's a kosher animal, slaughtered correctly. What that animal actually is, is is a very tame, domesticated animal. It's much closer to the idea of even maybe the original concept of creation, which is the idea of veganism, vegetarianism rather, where people would, Adam and Eve, they weren't really eating animals, but they were using them for labor. They weren't eating animals. So therefore, 
when the kosher laws were, were instituted by, by God, they're there to tell us, well, hold on a second, maybe we should we should look at this again, think very, very differently about what we put into our mouths. So kosher really is about a spiritual connection to the mundane, and it's a way for us to stop, recognize that what we're eating actually impacts who we are and what we think about, and that perhaps is one of many approaches to the idea of eating kosher food.